Hey, traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, December 21, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? They're giving us more to talk about. First, a couple of housekeeping items. We've got the Christmas holiday coming up on Monday, and therefore, I'm taking vacation day on Friday. No inside the numbers, no live room. We're on vacation. We're taking a four-day week. We'll be back Tuesday in uniform, ready to go. Let's move on. Item number two, and this will come into play a little bit later. There are no accidents or coincidences. What do I mean by that? Well, you see a blue line on the screen. That's yesterday's high, give or take a penny or so. We had a lot of traders short the tape up there from yesterday, but that's not really that important anymore. What is uber important right now happens to be 472.70. Now, is this one of these Monday morning quarterback situations because the market's up there? Now you're saying that's important? Not quite. That was important from before the opening bell today. It was important during the morning session. And what I repeated and pounded the table within the live room today is that I would find it hard to be short the market if they got above and stayed above 472.70. Here's a five-minute chart. Look what happened at the end of the day all the way on the right here. They had to get there. They had to run the test. They came up short here. And from an inside the numbers and live room perspective, we had a number that we knew if the market was above, that would become the target. That was the target. They made an attempt this morning. They failed. They went down to what? The support area. We'll get into all this in a few minutes. This is just a preview. But then for some reason, built into Mrs. Market's repertoire today, she had to go run a test of 472.70. The official close of the day was slightly below that. No accidents or coincidences. Funny how that works. In fact, they just made an adjustment. If you look up here on the left, where it says closing price up here, look on the left. The closing price today was 472.70. As I make this video, the market is closed from four o'clock, but the settlement still remains for another 15 minutes. It's all in the camp of funny how this works. Anybody inside the numbers in the live room today will remember pounding the table. It's all about 472.70. That was the bull pivot today. We had a bear pivot. We had a bull pivot. You have to know your pivots. All right, let's talk about the bigger picture once again. Yesterday, we had a reversal candle. Today, the market goes back up on a retracement operation on lighter volume than it went down yesterday, all we can do is this. We can say, as long as she stays above 472.70, if she's going to be above tomorrow, for example, or next week, 472.70, guess what? Going to find it hard to be bearish to tape. However, below 472.70, we're going to still say yesterday was a reversal candle and today was a retracement and technically speaking, anybody that wants to be short the market, that already is short the market, can do so above yesterday's high, closing candles above from a daily chart perspective, above yesterday's high, that's a no dice situation, that's a cut and run, that's a signal they're going higher. It's what we would call in the trading parlance an uncle point. 
we're still in the window for the cycle tinfoil hat situation. Even though they didn't do the thing as I would have perfectly mapped it out in a Nirvana type situation, trading up into the close today, just like they did, by the way. But if without the day yesterday being down, that's the one where I would have bought the short lottery ticket, trading straight up into today's high, if that was a high, and then therefore expecting a turn after the solstice tonight that happens at 10:26 i believe or 10:27 p.m. eastern standard time and it can be a shift in the markets it was also what it was fibonacci thing number 2 which was day 55 we had day 34 trading days we have calendar day 55 that's also here today on the 21st all these things culminating today we had the down day yesterday fair enough it's a bona fide reversal day on the chart but these all things that are still prevalent right in front of us solstice 55 we're going to call it i can't drive fib 55 and then we have the number 21 and today's the 21st day of december are we going to get a turn back down tomorrow only a select few know the answer to that I'm not in that particular cabal. By the way, quickly back to the five-minute chart. What do you call this ramp up into the closing bell ever since they made this last low of the afternoon around three o'clock? So you had one hour and we'll call it the end of day evil Knievel ramp situation. ITN, inside the numbers. We're going to point out a few important things. What I urge you to do is pause the video, go back to the chart to double check the work. We had a snapback slash dead cap bounce situation right out of the chute this morning. Zero dark 30, look what's on the board. Getting above and closing candles above promotes the next leg higher in the recovery phase up to 472.70. This was the number that they had to get above and stay above, 471.70. 20, pardon me, that opens the door for the next number, and this was it, 472.70 on the board, bright and early. Turned out to be uber important today. Let's see what else we have as the day starts to get underway. Reminder, not going to be here tomorrow, vacation day. We had the 8.30 data release. I had think they had some GPD numbers, GDP numbers, ABC numbers, alphabet soup, whatever it is. And here you can see it again, 8.35. Above 471.20 is for starters. That's the bull case, rescue operation. Above 427.70, that's a typo. Nobody caught it. Should have been 472.70, as you saw earlier. That's a transposition of numbers. It's called a fat finger situation. Above that was for real. They didn't really get above that, but they certainly hit it into the end of the day. There it is again. A couple of more things I want to point out. Still before the opening bell, 469.50, give or take, would be a bounce back area if reached. 469.50, bounce back area, sticky note for a moment. We think better in pictures. You see what's going on down here. They did a little fake out dipsy doodle after they ate some time off the clock, but you could see the importance of this place. They gave you many bounces off here. They tried to shake you out, scare you off, reversed it right back up into the end of the day. 469.50 was an important place today. That would have and should have been a bounce back area if reached, give or take. They did the give or take thing. All this before the bell even rings.
What else could you be looking for? Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. You already saw what happened above 471.20. Guess what? The door's open for 472.70. Where's 471.20? You saw that already a dozen times in the notes. There it is. We had two pivots today from a live room and inside the number perspective. We had a bull pivot and a bear pivot. The bear pivot was 471.20. What happens when they stay below, close candles below, they fall right into the support area. What happens when they stay above, close candles above, they try and rally to where? Well, they didn't quite get to the target at 472.70 this morning, but they did in the afternoon. Funny how that works. Know thy numbers. Pause them, read them, go back to the chart to double check the work. Stocks on the move. The gap higher open this morning was giving us all of about one trade, one possibility. KMX, it was a short trade. We'll take a look at the chart. The first entry, the market had gapped or KMX gapped above it. The second entry also gapped above it. And here it is in pictures. You can see here, this is where the opening print was. They opened below the third price. So this price is off the board because they opened above, doesn't exist. This price is off the board, they opened above, doesn't exist. They never got to this price and they all out collapsed. So this was officially a no trade, but you can see they get into a zone and they just collapsed. We actually did have some traders that rode this down on the short side from the live room today. Not that many, but we had some. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, similar to the spiders, same routine. They put in the reversal-looking-ish candle yesterday, and today they have a bounce-back, dead-cat bounce, recovery, rescue operation. Technically speaking, there's nothing wrong here. This is a channel. You can call it whatever you want. Channel, you can call it a flag pattern. They're eating time off the clock inside this area. Get below this area, fill the gap, and something else may de be developing. However, above all the moving averages, the trend is what? It is your friend. So therefore, until they break this chain here, either on the up or the downside, all they're doing is eating time off the clock. Nothing more, nothing less. Notwithstanding that all the tinfoil hat stuff, the cycle stuff, can certainly cause a correction, can certainly turn the tape. But what if, what if today was a low? What if yesterday was a low? Not today, but yesterday's low was a low. Comes in a little bit early. We look back a week or so from now and we go, look, right around that period of time, you could see where they put in a low and all that stuff. So anything goes with this tinfoil hat stuff. It's awarenesses, but you take your cues from what the charts, what the price, what the indices are doing each and every day. We take it one day at a time, one candle at a time. We must be the umpire calling balls and strikes. Put that on your sticky notepad in ink. By the way, relative strength with Camp IWM today up 1.7% against the SPY that was up just under 1%. So my favorite market leading indicator was once again leading in the upside. No divergence to the downside. That would have been indicative of some kind of a dead cat bounce. Here, everything bounces together and you're leading indicators as far as I'm concerned we're actually leading the way which takes some of the luster off whether it's a dead cat bounce or not looks more like a recovery operation rescue into a recovery operation what about the folks down at the transportation department my second favorite market leading indicator and guess what transports were up about the same as the IWM leading in the upward direction my second favorite indicator leading canary in the coal mine leading 
all this stuff. So they're not giving us divergences to make us question whether it's a rug pull event, trapdoor situation in the making. It could be, but they're not giving us the indication it is at least not from my two favorite market leading indicators. And by the way, got one more relative just to the tech space as a whole, which we'll get to in a few moments. The Philadelphia Semiconductor Index, same routine, up about 2.5% today. No divergences anywhere, so we have to take this stuff at face value. What about the Qs? Qs up over 1% today. Nothing wrong here. This is in an uptrend so far. Yesterday was a one-day wonder. We talked about it at the time. They do happen. They can happen. They don't happen a lot, but they do happen. And guess what? So far, it could have been a one-day wonder. Accept it at face value. Financials, XLF up 1% today. No harm, no foul. One day wonder yesterday, retracement, we don't know whether it's going to morph into more or not. It can, we're aware of it. We understand the timing of everything. Time is more important than price. We have to wait for the market to let us know. And here we talked about Smash Mouth. Look, they almost recaptured the entire candle from yesterday. So guess what? It's a leading indicator for the tech space as a whole. If the semis are selling off, you got to look at things a little bit cross-eyed and say, hey, something's going on under the covers. But when the semis are rallying, there's nothing bearish. The transports are rallying, the IWM's rallying. It could be a trap. Obviously, we know that. That's an awareness. We don't know until we know. But here, they almost got right up to the top just short by pennies of yesterday's high, which was a breakdown candle. So guess what? They've basically wiped out the breakdown candle. They're eating time off the clock up here near the highs. Nothing more, nothing less. You look at a weekly chart, big time weekly up candle last week. This week, little bit of a retracement. When you look at it after the fact, this is no harm, no foul. There is absolutely nothing wrong with Smash Mouth. Maybe it's overbought with the air quotes. Maybe it's a little extended. All those things are certainly possible, but technically speaking, from a bullish uptrend position, there's nothing wrong. You have to take it at face value. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.